talking to all of my studio. What are going on, everybody? This is Anne-Marie Telly, the host of the Unpopular Voice podcast. Welcome to season two. This segment will be covering LOL Coaches Call. The Unpopular Voice is sharing its platform with the professionals who focus on the eight dimensions of wellness, social, emotional, vocational, intellectual, spiritual, physical, financial, and environmental. To elaborate on this, we invited coaches of all kinds to speak about their businesses and niches. This season, we are focused on creating a unique experience for our audience with events that address emotional wellness, the arts, and coaching as a tool to solve personal and workforce development issues. All aspects of this season's episodes will be your guide to the main event, Art That Works Gala, powered by Laws of Life in July. We aim to bring exposure to the arts access to inspired living concepts that are effective and playful. Welcome Robin to the show, you guys. Robin, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you, Anne-Marie? I'm doing very good. Thank you for asking. I'm very excited about our interview today. Can you tell me the name of your business? Sure. My company is called Navigate and Empower. Ah, and can you tell us why you called your your company that name? You know, um, I guess really because I'm a life strategist, and so I've gone through that rebranding of coaching, of being a transformational coach and a lifestyle coach and all sorts of coaching to a strategist. So navigate and empower just the words that resonated with me. Um because I navigate and I'm hopefully empowering you at the same time. So hence navigate and empower. Well, I love that. So you went through a number of different phases before you found what resonated with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That is beautiful. I love that. And that's how we evolve naturally as human beings. We might start off as one thing that's cookie cutter, but we find our natural balance over time. Definitely. And can you tell our followers what the name of your website is? Sure. So my website is um, www.navigate-empower.com. And my author's website, which eventually will all be linked all together, um, which you'll see on the business website is www.robinjoymyers.com, which is for my book that was just released, Alone But Not Lonely. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Well, the book is about really, for me, reclaiming my identity and my voice and um, being able to say I'm going to live unapologetically me. So the first part really of of the book is my journey through that. And then it kind of goes into a second phase of the book of the tools and strategies that I I used and I coach on um, to give the readers the tools and strategies that I know work. And then the third part of really the stories behind it, Um, people that I've spoken to and, you know, I threw out the question to many people I know, you know, what does alone but not lonely mean to you? And 
the purpose of the book really was to take lonely from a point of isolation to make lonely and solitude empowering, you know, that we need that time to really grow as an individual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what impacted you to encourage you, inspired you to create this book? You know, it was something that sat with me for a while, but um, I think what really got me motivated to just do it was that this past August, um, I turned 53 and my daughter, I have three children actually, 21, 23, 26. My daughter, my youngest is 21. Um, when I was 21, my mom died at 53. And so for me turning 53, um, was sort of my wake up call. Although my business had been in business and it's been successful, it was sort of myself looking in the mirror and saying, you know, it's time for me to practice what I preach and use my voice and kind of, you know, if this is kind of my my look at mortality, what am I doing for myself for the next half of my life or whatever I have of my life, you know? Um, what do I want? You know, who do I want to be? What do I want to leave as a legacy? What am I doing this for? So... I decided last summer, I sat down in June and um, told my publisher, you'll have it, I'm sending it on my birthday, which was August 11th, and that's exactly what I did. Wow. When I'm on a mission, I get it done. I just have to make sure I'm on that mission. You know what? There is there is power in, in the vision and um, your mission. So, wow, I look forward to to reading more about you in your book. And why did you decide to start a coaching business? You know, I started it because I I really wanted women to know that they have a voice. Um, And I actually started as a teen life coach for girls. Um, I think because I had lost my mom and I had a daughter, yeah, obviously going through the teenage years and so forth. I noticed that where I live outside of Washington, DC, they're so focused on just getting through school and, you know, time in, in a way is so regimented and nobody stops to say, what do you want to do with your life? And then as I was working with the teens, the moms would come to me and they would be, you know, reaching that empty nester stage and they would be like, what am I going to do with my life when my kids aren't around and I don't know who I am. And so it really was this kind of um, aha moment. Like we have to empower the younger generation to really learn who they are if they can at an early age and know that it doesn't matter how old you are, but you have a voice and use your voice and, you know, ask for what you want. And that the older women, like you're, perfectly capable at any stage of your life to reinvent yourself and be who you want to be um you know there were no rules written and that's kind of my story and even in the book that I kind of just checked the boxes along the way of thinking what I was supposed to do and I was a people pleaser and I always did what was expected of me and but I forgot to take care of myself and so that there was that point where it was like you know breaks on hold on let's reset because I'm not taking care of myself and as you know um, 
as a woman, if we don't take care of our sh ourselves, um, we really don't show up well for anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's very hard for us to say without kind of feeling guilty, like we should be our number one priority, you know, and, and we really have a hard time saying that. And that's really what my vision is for women and, and what my message is, is to really make sure that women understand, like, it is perfectly fine to give yourself permission to make sure that you realize that you really are the number one priority for you, and then you show up better for everybody else around you. Wow. That's a powerful message that you are absolutely correct. It's this unwritten rule amongst these other unwritten rules that we don't acknowledge and growing up uh, quite a few of us um, go through that I can say personally I have where it's not oh you don't take care of yourself first it's you you go get this degree you go get this school and then you go get this job and take care of your family that's that's what it looks like so I, I really do look forward to reading your book and I like to talk about the eight dimensions of wellness. I love that about your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing that, you know, jumped out at me and has stuck with me. And while it's not necessary to put a label on everything, I feel like when it comes to wellness, we need to define it a little bit more so we can all have a better understanding of where we fall and where the connections are. And all mm -hmm. eight are connected. So it's not a, a matter of separation. It's just a matter of acknowledgement. So amongst the, the eight, which are social, vocational, emotional, financial, intellectual, spiritual, physical, and environmental, or all the above, where do you think you fall? You know, when I, when I looked at the list, um, I think I actually probably fall best under emotional wellness, just because all of um, what I teach and I, I try to strive for really deals with um, I, actually I guess the best way to put it is the power of self and your mindset so you know getting rid of the self doubt and knowing your self worth and the self confidence and self esteem so I think it's really the emotional side you know mindset is is, is a term that's used so often but people don't really define the power of it. And um, once you learn it and, and know the triggers on how to then recognize when you're either going into a negative behavior or, or a positive behavior, um, it's really powerful. So I think I really fall under the emotional side. Okay. And can you describe for our listeners what a session or just the overview of what working with you would be like so they can say, you know, I want to try what Robin's doing. <laughs> um, so working with me um, really begins with honestly having a conversation. I Before I, I really formally work with anyone, I always sit down and offer a complimentary one-on-one -on -one session because I want to know what your challenges are and what you're looking for just as much as you want to learn about me you know and there has to be that synergy between us um, which I think we always have but um, I will say I'm as 
real as you're going to get. And so I like to first dig into, I don't know if you've ever done um, a PI. Have you ever done PI, which is predictive index? No. It's similar to like a disk test that you would take in, in business um, where it kind of weighs out your personality, but how you perceive yourself working with other being with others and then how you think others perceive you um you know are you introverted or extroverted and, oh, um i've done that. Are, i've done that yes it's not so similar <laughs> yeah so um i like to do that first because i think it kind of gives you a, a, a general view on something's really ring true and then some things are you don't think about so I like to almost look at it as that we are designing a roadmap. You know, what are your visions and your your dreams and your passions and, you know, without any kind of um, constraints, like what do you want to do? What do you love? What are you passionate about? What is your end goal and what do you want to do for yourself and the world? And when we get that kind of question, and that's a lot of digging, of course, then let's kind of make a plan to get to that. Okay. And do you offer your services online or in person or both? Actually, both. Um, I do do both. So I do individual as well as group in person and, and um, online. Um, and I do packages such as like 90 days or 120 days but I also do monthly like accountability groups and mastermind groups and I'm getting into a bunch of webinar trainings coming up and next year um, 2019 I will begin retreats I really am a believer on you know um, retreats are just incredibly helpful and um, that is my 2019 goal Wow. And when I think of retreats, I think of tribe and I, I think of community and I know without a doubt that we're missing that piece, like wholeheartedly we're missing that tribe and community piece. So retreats are, are wonderful to be a part of for that purpose. And yes, I want it to be kind of, you know, the, the whole body sort of thing, you know, so it's the, the, the mind the spirit the even like the the art you know it, it's got to be everything and it could be you know ideally maybe it's the weekend you know so people can get away but um healthy cooking and and then time to think you know group kind of sessions and then individual sessions but then time to go off and process and think about it so good locations and <laughs> um, got plans in mind Oh, I love those plans. They sound beautiful. And tell us a little bit about your background. So my background's a little interesting, actually. Um, I have a master's in molecular genetics. I was originally going to go to medical school, and I did not get in, and so decided to go get my master's degree, which happens to be in genetics. And I like science. I'm not saying I don't, but... It's part of my story. I was never really passionate about any of it. I was much more um, a, a creative person in the sense of I wanted to do theater and um, I had a chance to do modeling. I grew up outside of New York City. 
And again, I was that people pleaser and never asked to do what I thought I wanted to do. So I just listened to my parents and my teachers and I followed along and it, it was great. I've taught for years, you know, I taught um, both in the public school system and in the nonprofit world, but um, it wasn't until I kind of had my wake up call and said, you know something, um, these jobs aren't really working for me. You know, this isn't the career that I wanted. And that's when I just walked away from this one job in the nonprofit world and it was a great job, but I actually was dealing with an, a boss who was kind of abusive, verbally abusive. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, no one's going to put me in a place where I feel uncomfortable. And what I realized from that was no one's going to allow me, I'm not going to allow myself to feel that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's when I just walked out the door and said, I'm going to start changing this and change the world with this. Amazing. Amazing. That is definitely a powerful, powerful story that you have where you're you're basically a shadow artist and and everything else you were doing was in lieu of your skills of a, being a creative and it didn't serve you i mean it served its purpose but ultimately, exactly ultimately, yeah it served its purpose but it didn't feed me you know yeah. didn't like fuel me at all that's a very good way of saying it. it didn't feed you exactly and that is a wonderful topic that we will visit revisit um, on the Unpopular Voice podcast, where if you're someone that pursued a degree or schooling that has is not feeding you, you know, what's that like? What do you do now? You know, that, I think that's a powerful conversation that needs to be had. You know, both, oh, what count, me in. <laughs> Go ahead. count me in. Well, it's true, though. You know, it, it's 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 so true, and it's so it's okay to realize, you know, there are no boxes to check and it's okay to say, I don't want to do this and I don't know what I want to do, but this isn't it and find your way. It's mm -hmm. not, um, you know, sometimes life takes over and you have to be, you know, maybe you need a job because you need to make money in order to figure out what you're doing, but it doesn't mean that you have to kind of put yourself in a situation where you're unhappy. And mm -hmm. so, and I see it even in my own kids. I, my daughter left college because she wanted, she's a musical theater. Well, she's a graduate. She's an actor now in New York. Um, she wanted training. She's like, I don't need another calculus class in my life. And I just don't want this. So, you know, off she went. And then I have a son who's a complete entrepreneur and another son who's a financial planner. So, you know, but it's their lives. You have to let them kind of do it. And and the biggest thing is, you know what? If you fail, you fail, but that's how you learn. Exactly. Failure is uh, na Mother Nature's sweetener. Exactly. I, oh, I, I learned love that, that somewhere. I, lo I love it. I, I love that. <laughs> that's beautiful. I share it everywhere I go. Yeah, failure is mother nature sweetener. It's there is absolutely nothing wrong with failing at something. You're 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 actually rising and you know what not to try. And, and exactly my last word on that would be don't compromise your whole life for college debt. Because it does if it doesn't suit you, it doesn't suit you. You know, because after it's all said and done, 
you know, we, a, a vast majority of us go to school on loans and exactly. we still have the loans, right? So we shall definitely and- delve deeply into that topic very soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So how would, how would the people find out about your, about you and your business? What can they look out for? What can they put in as search words and, 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 you know, the websites and, you know, search for you. How does, how, how can we find you? Well, search for, um, on Facebook, I'm under, well, Robin Myers, mm-hmm. um, and it's M-E-Y-E-R-S, um, but my business page is Navigate and Empower, mm-hmm. so just your Facebook.com, you know, backslash Navigate and Empower. Um, my website is um, www.navigate-empower.com. I'm, in, I'm on LinkedIn, um, you know, the uh, LinkedIn.com, I think it's backslash IN backslash Robin Joy Myers. And on Twitter, I think it's uh, Navigate and Empower as well. I'm also on Instagram. Um, but please, please find me. Um, what about and actually, book? Where, where can we my, find your book? My book, you can, you'll see it on my website. You'll mm-hmm. see it on navigate-empower.com. But if you want to read some excerpts from the book, um, it's also on its own private website right now, which is www.robinjoymyers.com. And it's available on Amazon mm-hmm. and Barnes & Noble. And I think it, uh, Kindle, you know, ebooks download as well. But um, please email me if you have questions. Um, email robin at navigate-empower.com. I would love to offer anybody um you know if you would like to have a session just a deep dive laser session with me please email me because i would love to talk with you on the phone see if you're having any kind of challenges or you just want to chat let me know but please feel free to do that awesome awesome and any last words for our listeners, Robin? Any last words? Um, or your favorite quote? My favorite quote. Actually, this one quote. Uh, let me see if I can get this one right. Uh, my This one thing that I, I just heard which I love and two people have said it so I'm not really sure where it actually started but things don't happen to you things happen for you Mm. and I'm not sure who wrote it but I love it I've always like you know quoted like Rumi and and even Brene Brown I love her like Brene Brown (laughs) I love her but um this thing about things don't happen to you they happen for you I, I love that concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. You've gave, given me quite a bit to think about. And I really like that quote. And I will definitely recommend to everyone that's listening, Brene Brown. Yes. You want to talk about mm-hmm. vulnerability and wholehearted living? Check out Brene Brown. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, can, we can talk about Brene Brown's work for days. We can. Day. We can. I mean, she... <laughs> 
you know, what I love about what she says and which I truly believe in is that, you know, our self-worth is, and I use it, it's non-negotiable. You know, we are the only ones that can give and take our self-worth and um, we can ask other people, but we're never going to get the answer unless we believe it ourselves. So that is true to form, true to meaning. It really is. Yes. Well, Miss Robin, I enjoyed our interview today and I look forward to our upcoming interview about um, really finding ourselves and, and choosing what's best for us. So I look forward to it as well. Yeah. And we can invite in your, your children. That would be awesome to get their points of view on that as well. I look forward to really expanding on that topic. So sounds great. All right. Well, Unpopular Voice listeners, there you have it. That was Robin. Look her up. You will see her information below the podcast. And tune in to the next episode of Coach's Call. Have a wonderful evening. Take care. Thank you. Like what you heard? Do you want to know more about how you can get involved with the Unpopular Voice? For coaches interested in an interview, join us at www.facebook.com slash groups slash LOL Coaches Call. Learn more about the art that created the event Art That Works Gala, an arts and public speaking platform created as an escape and support from personal stress, workforce stress, and burnout. Find out how you can be a part of the movement as a speaker, sponsor, vendor, advertiser, and attendee at www.patreon.com slash laws of life.